0: Hi there, and thanks for joining us. This week, we talk about the challenges facing businesses who are struggling to get insurance and what it's like to run a busy community pharmacy in Cork. I'm Jonathan Healy, and this is Red Business.
1: Red Business, Cork's exclusive business podcast.
0: First up, we're going to talk about insurance. There are warnings that soon kids won't know what it's like to have fun in a bouncy castle or enjoy outdoor activity. And it's all because insurance is becoming increasingly hard to get. I spoke with Jeff Witcherly, a businessman from West Cork, and I started by asking him to tell me about what he does.
1: We have two really good uh, leisure ledger- Businesses for all the family actually. Uh, one is Smugglers Cove, we do uh, adventure golf. There's a corn maze there, which is actually the Red FM corn maze, and a uh, golf range and a timber maze. The other one is the Lagoon Activity Center, which is pedal boats, a water park, uh, canoes, stand up softboards, and anything water related we're okay so
0: in other words if, if you can't swim are you, are you ruled out
1: no uh, definitely not the, the majority of the lake is about three feet deep uh, it's obviously deeper where the water park is everyone that goes on the water park gets a life jacket everyone that goes on the water gets a life jacket and wetsuits are also provided
0: okay so who is your ideal client then coming through the door
1: families all all about families we're totally family focused uh, it's all about the adults the parents it's all about the teenagers all about the kids really everybody we look after everybody and that's that's the big thing about our business we want to make sure that all the families included
0: how did you get into this i mean what what's yeah. your background how did you fall into having adventure centers yeah. I,
1: I, I suppose my parents back in 1992 would have opened the golf range in Oscarby which is probably unheard of at the time um and from that really we just saw an opportunity and we kind of started to drive it out uh, crazy golf was bought, bought in 2012 the mazes were started in 2014 uh, the leisure centre was there. Um, I'm in partnership with a, a really good guy called Paul, Paul Melody in the Lagoon Activity Centre. And he runs that really day by day. And we just saw an opening for water park, And this year we opened it. And it's been a massive success, success over the summer.
0: The reason I wanted to talk to you, Jeff, was because this is an industry that's under pressure. Um, and we've seen a lot of similar businesses reporting difficulties getting insurance saying they have to go out of business because they can't get insurance what's it been like for you over the course of the last few months how much of a headache has that been
1: yeah look look Jonathan insurance insurance is on everybody's mind at the moment uh, especially in the leisure business um, up to the start of the summer i would have said we've no issue with insurance we we we've had very favorable rates nothing we could complain about um, or current insurance uh, company is a company called Leisure Insure which is well documented that they're, they're, they're exiting the, the, the market and unfortunately there is absolutely nobody to replace them at any kind of a reasonable rate and, and that's, that's where the problem is going to come. We're, we're a small business, we, I suppose between the two leisure centres we employ uh, over 20 people but, um, you know, for us to get insurance, is, it's going to head into the tens and tens of thousands. And
0: does, does that make it unviable then to keep yeah, the whole
1: operation going? Yeah, it's reaching the point where it's going to become unviable. We, we have a very small market. We've, we have a couple of months a year to make our money. Uh, we're very weather dependent. And something like a massive insurance bill just doesn't make it happen.
0: How worried are you right now that you mightn't be in business this time next year?
1: Look, I suppose, first of all, Smugglers Cove is with Leisure Insure, The uh, Lagoon Activity Centre isn't, and we have a very good insurance company there—a uh, marine insurance company. So that's fine. Obviously, it's a, it's a, it's 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 a worry at the moment. Um, my insurance comes up for renewal at the end of the year, so there's plenty of time to get it fixed. But um, looking at the market now, there's there's no options, and that's that's, that's the main worrying point is.
0: They'll say the market has to regulate itself and all that, but uh, you're not alone in this, so therefore do you think government should be doing more to help businesses like you right now with the level of uncertainty that's there?
1: Yeah, look, uh, if you look at leisure in Ireland and tourism in, uh, across the whole country of Ireland uh, a, a, a big percentage of the leisure businesses are insured by this one company, leisure uh, insured, that are pulling out the market. There is no Irish company that are doing it. So Besides the, the impact uh, on tourism and jobs and revenue to to the government, it's it's massive, and, and and it it I think government will have to step in and do something. I'm not too sure how it, how it's done or what's done, and, and I know it's risky for government to do it. But it's either that, or there are there going to be a mass exit of jobs out of the business, and, and 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 the 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 tourism product is just going to diminish. I
0: mean, look, accidents will happen uh, in every business. Um, You have to prove negligence for there to be a massive claim on the back of it. Uh, The system in theory should work well. Do you think it's working well?
1: Well, it's obvious it's not working. Um, I I think if you look at the system, every single uh, leisure centre owner or business owner does not want an accident. We all know that. So We do our best to make sure that an accident doesn't happen. But when something does happen, it's like like a different animal takes over and it just balloons. And I think that's where the big problem is. Um, The the leisure centre owner is really exposed totally, or or the business owner is is exposed totally to the system of um, solicitors, um, the insurance company, the courts. And at the end of the day, it's, it's, the, it's the business owners left carrying the can yeah. and paying, paying the money.
0: Jeff, you come to you strike me as a kind of a, a happy-go-lucky guy. You don't let things get on top of you. But you are describing an Ireland without leisure centres, <laughs> an Ireland without uh, the fun and entertainment that you provide on a daily basis to your clients. Is there a real risk that we won't have this type of activity? If not, for, maybe not in the long term when insurance does sort it out, but in the short term, could we lose all these jobs and all these businesses, do you think?
1: Uh, I'd, I'd be hoping not. I'd, I'd, I'd be thinking that, that... Look, there's going to be casualties. There's absolutely no doubt about it. If, if you look at, it, I think, in the last four weeks, up, up in Kildare, there was a leisure centre closed, uh, highly documented, and they, they closed. They had never a claim. They had never an issue. And they closed solely because I think their insurance had got up to 100000 uh was their premium, which, for no reason, right? And that makes no sense. And, and, and a business person has to sit down and have to look and say, hang on a seconds, is this paying or not?
0: Can I ask a question because I've never been? What's in Smuggler's Cove? What have you got that okay. I should know about?
1: <laughs> okay, so look, there's uh, Adventure Golf, which is an 18-hole per team crazy golf course. There's a uh, Smuggler's Maze, which is a, a large timber maze, a 3D maze. Uh, there's a massive, massive uh, corn maze that's run during the summer. Uh, Going on now at this point? Well, no, it? it's, still there, it's still there for another month. Um, <laughs> it's, it's hanging in there. And um, that, that's done by Red FM. Every year we uh, cut their logo in the middle of that. And then uh, we have a golf fringe that's been there since 1992.
0: Okay, so. And age group, you pretty much cater everybody and all that. Everybody. You? We
1: cater for everybody. We have uh, different sized clubs for the smallest of the kids to the oldest of the grandparents. Well, but
0: the most important thing is that you're still open, most certainly, yeah, yeah. and re- will it take as much visit too, and too, you plan on staying yeah, open. <laughs> uh, how do people find you if they are going looking for you?
1: Yeah, look. Uh, www.smugglerscove.ie is our website everything you want to know is on that um, Google Adventure Golf Google Ross activities anything like that you'll find us uh, and believe me Ross is a brilliant place to come to between the lagoon between the pitch and put between Smugglers Cove the playgrounds the Celtic Ross Hotel The bars, the restaurants—it really has everything for a day out.
0: Little bit of everything thrown in there as well. Well, you better get down to the uh, to the maze because that isn't going to be around for much longer. That's definitely going to go. If you want to get to the middle of Red FM, Jeff Witchley of Smuggler's Cove. Thank you so much for joining us on Red Business. Thanks, Jonathan. My pleasure.
1: Red Business all that's best about business in
0: Cork. Now on Red Business, we are going to talk pharmacy because it is an area that is extremely competitive. Lots of different players in the market. So, A, who would want to be a pharmacist? And B, what's changing? Nigel Maloney is with me now. You are the owner of Care Plus Pharmacy in Carrigaline in Cork. How are you, Nigel?
2: I'm very well, Jonathan. Thank you for having me.
0: Good to talk to you. How, How long have you been doing this?
2: Well I've been a pharmacist since I qualified in 1999 so I went to university in in Brighton in England where I spent 13 years all told including university and uh, early part of my working career. So I came to Cork in 2007, met up with some some now colleagues then and uh, we opened a new pharmacy in South Terrace, South Terrace Pharmacy back in 2007 and since then our, our little mini group has grown to four pharmacies. So in August 2017 we joined the Care Plus franchise, which we saw was a great opportunity in carrying a line in, in the, the new primary care centre there.
0: People will be familiar with that because that is part of the new model. And that's why I was going to talk about pharmacy being a little different to the old model, because you've got the doctors, you've got the, the primary health centre there and you're part of that building.
2: That's it. We're, we're, we're side by side. So we have a, a six GP practice in the, the Bridge Medical Centre in Carrigaline Primary Care Centre. And we also have the pharmacy then. Um, in addition to that, we have the HSE as a, a major tenant in the primary care centres. They're, they're upstairs, so they have a wide range of service offerings there from physiotherapy, occupational therapy, um, the child and adolescent mental health services there as well, as well as the home helps and the, the public health nurses.
0: So the idea is it pulls everything together and, and harnesses the best of everybody, which is very different from years ago, you went to the doctor, he told you you need an antibiotic, you go to the chemist, you get the antibiotic, antibiotic and you'd go home. There there needs to be a more joined up approach now in, in the 21st century, doesn't
2: that? That's it. I mean, it's all about integrated healthcare and taking a collaborative approach to really give the patients the best outcome they can possibly get so by, by working hand in hand with the, our GP colleagues um, in our primary care centre next door in addition to the other GPs in Carrigaline Village as well and surrounding areas Crosshaven, Minan Bridge um, we hope to offer and we, we, we I think we succeed in offering a much better integrated approach to healthcare which is very collaborative in its approach.
0: Now I've been in your pharmacy the thing that stands out for me because I'm a big child is that you've got a robot um, and what does the robot do?
2: Well, our robot is like a, essentially a, a mega cigarette dispensing machine, although we don't dispense cigarettes.
0: No, that. Well, that would be bad for the health as opposed to what you're doing.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. So ours is um, it's, it's, it's a backfilled um, robotic dispensing machine, essentially. So it links into our dispensing software. And as we enter our prescriptions into our dispensing software, it then delivers the medication to us. That really cuts back on the, the, the likelihood of us making a dispensing error, which is always a, a major concern for pharmacists, especially when you consider that there are many different pack sizes and pack strengths in the same molecule or drug. So you may have a 10 milligram, 20 milligram, 30 milligram of a certain medication and they're all in a similar-looking pack. So having a robotic dispensing cuts out the human error that can be involved in picking the wrong
0: pack. Now, you see, you'd hate to see fellas talking themselves out of a job, but does the robot get rid of the pharmacist, or does the pharmacist always have a role with the robot?
2: Well, the the robot doesn't get rid of the pharmacist's role. What the robot essentially does is it cuts back on the risks associated with dispensing, but it also allows pharmacists to do what pharmacists are best at doing, and that's speaking to patients. We really want to be out in the front of the shop talking to patients, helping them to understand why they're on certain medication and how to take it. We don't want to be stuck in the back of the shop looking out over a counter at what's going on in the world. We really want to be
0: out there. Let's talk about you being a young fellow going to study pharmacy. Um, is it is, is it what you thought it would be? Are, are you learning on the job as you bring in technology, as it evolves, as customer demands change as well? Absolutely.
2: I mean, the pharmacist that I am now in 2019 is a completely different person to the person who qualified in, 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 in 2000. The roles changed dramatically. The basics are still the same in terms of the knowledge and the, the, the repertoire with, with, with customers. But now, um, as the role evolves, we're looking to provide more screening services and more wellness screening and also getting more involved in preventative medicine and preventative initiatives rather than just issuing medicines for people who are sick.
0: Because we're constantly being told, talk to your pharmacist instead of going to the doctor. But obviously there's times when you, go, you need to go to the doctor, but do people rely on the pharmacist enough, do you think? Um, I think the, 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 you're right
2: the message is there talk to your pharmacist before you go to your doctor and you know if there is something genuinely wrong with you then your pharmacist will direct you to your doctor first and foremost the, the key to the pharmacist is their accessibility there you know they're going to be there six to seven days a week in the pharmacy so you're you can always access them they're there from from eight o'clock in the morning up until sometimes midnight in certain pharmacies in, in, in Cork um, so number one is accessibility number two expertise that people don't necessarily under- or appreciate that pharmacists have. So pharmacists are highly trained healthcare professionals. They spend, at the moment, five years p- training to become a pharmacist, and then engage in continuous, like lifelong learning in a in a formal continuous professional development program. Um, so there is expertise there. It is kept updated. And it is, is a lifelong experience, really. Yeah,
0: and and they're very well-trained people in, in every pharmacy. But the thing that's kind of unique about Ireland is they're all still community pharmacists. You're a community pharmacist. You're not necessarily run by the state. You're not run by a big corporation. It's still your business, albeit with Care Plus over the door, which is a franchise.
2: That's true, yes. Um, so we are independent, in, independent operators. We, 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 there are. We have a contract with the HSC, so we do dispense medicines under that contract. But essentially, we are independent businesses, and, and, and we operate as such. Um, if things don't go well, it, it falls back on us. If things go well, then you know we we, we celebrate those times too. Um, but we are re- and remain independent.
0: Just a f- would you ever have a situation where they come in and would you have a look at me foot as an old boil on it or something? That is it a bit disgusting from time to time to be a pharmacist, no more than it would be a doctor?
2: I think you get used to those kind of things, you know. Um, you see a, a lot of feet, you see a lot of fingers, you see a lot of fungal toes, you see a lot of uh, skin infections and... Um um, scaly scalps and they're just part of the job. Not to
0: mention the knits. Oh god, don't even talk about the no, knits.
2: No, yeah, well knits are big this time of year, so we're <laughs> back to school, so knits are, are out, out in strength. Now I, I know, yeah, yeah, I know. I have a little scratch myself <laughs> when people come in and make a purchase. Um, but yeah, knits are very topical at the moment for back to school season. So um, we've plenty of things to offer people for prevention as well as treatment of knits. Okay,
0: well we wish you and everybody involved in CarePlus Pharmacy the very best. Nigel Maloney of CarePlus Carigoline, thank you so much for joining us on Reddit. Thank you, Jonathan. My thanks to all of my guests. Every episode of Red Business is available for download on redextra.ie, along with lots of other top drawer content. Niamh Hennessy produced, and we'll catch you on the next one.
1: Red Business, Cork's exclusive business podcast.